0: or even golf. I love the golf here. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus and your first deposit. Make sure you use promo code Believe B L E A V to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, it's JT and the NFL trade deadline just happened. Our Corey Wooten's kind enough to join us, the former defensive end from the Bears and a great insider covering the Bears and the entire NFL. Corey, let's jump in and start with the Bears with Roquan Smith leaving, Robert Quinn getting Claypool in return. A lot of action coming out of Chicago. How do you see it?
1: You know, I I expected the Robert Quinn thing as an aging pass rusher that really wasn't up to par this season after his magnificent season last year. Um, I kind of saw that coming, but Roquan Smith, I thought he'd be a staple of of the great Bears linebackers uh, for years to come. So I was really surprised by that, you know, and I think people have said, oh, well, he hasn't played up to what we thought he would. But this defensive line has been suspect all year. So it's kind of tough to play behind, you know, a defensive line of unproven guys. So, you know, I would have liked to keep him in the organization because you had another year potentially being able to franchise him and whatnot. But um, I kind of saw him being here but I love the addition of Claypool, right? Justin Fields needs receivers, and that kind of fits the mold. You know, he's 6'4", 238, he's super athletic, and I feel like he hasn't even scratched the surface of what he can be in this league.
0: Yeah, I find that an interesting move, too, because he's a big guy. And if you go back to Allen Robinson or some of the big receivers in the league to try to get Justin Fields more comfortable in a short passing game, a guy who can get a 50-50 ball. But I want to even go back to Khalil Mack leaving. To lose Mack, Roquan Smith, and Quinn, teams around this league would love to have those guys, but as a former player... You know, it's about business, expiring contracts, signing bonuses, all of it. It seems really complicated in Chicago. Are the Bears fans upset about all this or they understand the growing pains and the process that's happening?
1: So I, I think the Roquan thing, that's how some people feel a certain type of way about it. They didn't expect that. But some of the other, you know, Khalil Mack going, Robert Quinn going, they kind of understand that, you know, they like the Claypool But I think a lot of people are just trusting Ryan Poles, right? You have to give him some time. I don't think anybody was expecting the Bears to to go on a long playoff run and win the Super Bowl this year. But I think they're like, hey, it's a process, and he's trying to get as many draft picks and as much money as he can going into next year so he can make a splash out there. So I think for the most part, I think the the fans – Really like what Poles has done so far. And, um, you know, even look at Braxton Jones, you know, a a fifth-round left tackle that has played pretty well for the most part this year. So I think people are trusting his process. And for me, it's a little tough. You know, the the Roquan trade, I I really didn't like that too much. But I guess I'm just going to have to trust that that he has the Bears' best interests in mind. And it's all a process, right? It's a rebuild season. So sometimes it takes a year or two. And I know fans don't like that. But that's the reality in the league.
0: Yeah, and Corey, you know, I'm out here in Vegas with the Raiders and they have a new regime and they're paying guys like Max Crosby and Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. They're getting extensions. They didn't do anything at the trade deadline because they're 2-5. and And if there were a team that – didn't lose a couple of more games and had a couple of bad breaks. They might've been buyers. And I want to jump in with what's happening now with Bradley Chubb ending up in Miami, man. I know that the Denver Broncos have had a lot of problems getting Russell Wilson and Nate Hackett on the same page, but I thought Chubb was a cornerstone guy. Now that Von Miller's gone to Buffalo. Were you surprised by that trade?
1: Yeah, I was surprised, especially for a younger guy. I was kind of hoping the Bears would go after him. You talk about the Bears need needing a, a dominant pass rusher, especially with Robert Quinn leaving. Um, you know, I, I I really wasn't surprised because you, you hear a little whisperings throughout the league that kind of Bradley Chubb might have been available. Um but hats off to the Dolphins. I think that was a great pickup for them. They kind of need pass rushers right now. Their offense is dynamic. Uh, you know, when two is in there with the wide receiver uh, tandem that they have, but they, they need pass rushers. So I think they they did a good job getting him. And like I said, I would have liked the Bears to, to get Bradley Chubb just because it's hard to find great pass rushers in this league.
0: Yeah, well, I'm looking at a meme right now coming from uh, one of the gaming websites on what the Dolphins got back on the Trey Lance move with the Niners for all those picks. Trey Lance can't play. And then you look at Chubb and Tyreek Hill and Waddle and how they've been able to pull the trigger on this. It's just incredible to me what we're seeing here now, because a lot of young GMs and how has it changed since. You retired from the league where these young GMs are not looking at picks anymore. They want to do trades. They want players now that can better the team, and they're not looking like they're patient long term. How do you see that?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of these young GMs want to make splashes and they want to do bold things and, and have it pay off. So I think they're taking their shots, right? And and I think this has been the most trades in NFL history, I believe. Uh, yeah, it is. If, if I have that correctly. You do. So that's what you're seeing. A lot of young guys that, that are that are bold and, and trying to make moves to strategize to help their franchises out. So hats off to Miami. What they did this offseason and then acquiring Bradley Chubb. I mean, hats off to them because you know, to a situation, they didn't feel comfortable with him. And you look what happens when you when you surround some talent around them, bringing Tyreek Hill in already with Kosicki and Waddle, and now you have a pass rusher that you've needed. So hats off to them.
0: Considering Kyle Shanahan knows Sean McVay so well, and those guys compete against each other, and those guys battle. The Rams and the 49ers, were you surprised they went out and got Christian McCaffrey because – They gave up a lot for him, too, and they're giving up a lot, the 49ers, in this window with Jimmy Garoppolo, and on top of that, they didn't even want Garoppolo. They didn't expect to keep him at all. How lucky are they to have Garoppolo, and no one traded for him or took him if he would have cleared, and now they got an opportunity with McCaffrey to go back on that Super Bowl hunt?
1: Exactly. It it was very surprising to see how how many people weren't buying into Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a winner. You know, he he took them to the NFC Championship last year with a limited roster offensively. And then you look at what he did. He brought him to the Super Bowl as well. He knows how to win games. It's not flashy, but in this league, what wins games, right? Playing great defense, which the 49ers do, and then having a quarterback that can lead you some drives and not turn the football over. And that's what Jimmy Garoppolo does. And I think that's a recipe for success, especially with the roster that they have. So it was good for them to keep him on the roster because, you know, in my opinion, going into the season, I thought he should have been the starter day one. You know, I, I thought he should have. And, and people were saying, well, you know, Trey Lance should be the starter. But I, I thought Jimmy Garoppolo was a proven winner in this league. And that's hard to come by the leadership. I think people don't understand the impact that he has with that offensive unit.
0: You think it was shrewd by Jacksonville to add Calvin Ridley, considering what they've spent on their receivers, and he can't play this year because of the gaming violation, the suspension there. That was one that kind of came out of nowhere. A lot of fans didn't even realize that you could trade for a suspended player, Jacksonville getting a pretty good player that could fit in with Trevor Lawrence long-term.
1: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. They're trying to surround him with talent, right? That's that's what in this league, that's the difference between guys playing well, playing up to their capability is surrounding them with talent. So he can't play this year, but they're going to have him ready to go next year. And I'm sure they'll make some, some major moves, uh, you know, to help him out as well because they want him to do well in this league. Guys, pick a quarterback, super high. They want him to perform well. So they're going to do everything they can to to allow him to do that.
0: You know, I'm looking at some of these teams that made deals and the contenders, the Vikings, TJ Hawkinson, to get a quality tight end considering the injury that they had from Detroit. Detroit gets a 2023 second rounder, a 2024 third rounder. I don't think Green Bay is going to be able to catch Minnesota. No way. They are out and they are running away from this. I thought this was another good move by the Vikings to add another weapon for Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah, they get loaded. And and you look at the wide receiver, Justin Jefferson and now TJ Hawkinson. I felt like Detroit really didn't utilize him to his full capability. You know, watching him in college and his first year you know he he was really a force to be reckoned with now with the vikings you know you combine kirk cousins with another weapon in this dynamic offense and defensively they've been playing good at times so yeah green, green bay uh, unless unless they they catch catch some some wins and, and they go on a run i i see the vikings uh, winning winning this uh, outright
0: So overall, as we wrap this up and we take a look at this, you mentioned more trades than ever at the trade deadline. And I know you have a lot of other sports you like. You're wearing that Patrick Ewing jersey. I'm a (laughs) diehard Ewing fan. And you know what what happened with Steve Nash getting fired today and how the NBA players are getting traded all the time. The NBA trade deadline in the offseason moves the needle. I really think what we're seeing at this point is the NFL saying, hey, we want to be a part of this, Corey. We want to have a big trade deadline like they have in other sports, and I thought it moved the needle earlier today.
1: Yeah, I think this has been the most Twitter interaction I think we've seen in a while. And that's the biggest thing. You want fans engaged and interacting. You want analysts talking about it. You want the conversation because that's what brings people in. So it's great to see. And I'm hoping this will be a trend, uh, a trend yeah. you know, because we always used to do it in Madden video games. If we exactly. trade for this person and this person, it was great. But it's good to see, finally, we're seeing a lot of trades because normally every year there's one or two. But other than that, nothing notable. So it was great to see a bunch of splashes on this trade deadline.
0: And last one why I have you here, do you see any changes coming up? because Brady in the losing streak, his first losing streak like this in 20 years. Aaron Rodgers, they're going through a massive losing streak in Green Bay. These were the two powers of the NFC the last couple of years. We saw the Niners make the big move for McCaffrey, but it's still the Eagles that are undefeated. The Cowboys didn't do much, but their defense is really good. And I look at the AFC, it's Buffalo in Kansas City. Do you have a new sleeper team after the trade deadline? Are you looking at the Dolphins a little bit more as a team that can make a run?
1: Yeah, I, I really like the Dolphins. I know a lot of people have been up and down on them, but you look at the talent at receiver and then Mike Kosicki as well. And now you have Bradley Chubb, a dominant pass rusher. I think they're going to continue to get better. I think Tua has really showcased. Listen, he's not flashy at times, but he puts up numbers and they get in the end zone. So that's what it takes. He's been limiting his turnovers, So I, I, I like Miami as kind of the sleeper in that AFC.
0: Corey, thanks for doing this. We had to turn this around quickly with all the noise today and all the activity. Thanks for making time for us on NFL Hits on Believe. Appreciate
1: you. Oh, no problem at all. Thanks for having me.